Not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance you will secure your lives. My dad used to say that he never lost any of his hair. He had it all in a cigar box in, the, in his closet. <laughs> That's my dad. Obviously, Jesus was making another reference to the hair on your head not being destroyed. What Jesus was saying is a form of a promise. Regardless of what happens here on earth to any of us, we are protected for eternity. Let anyone think they can come against us with any kind of success. There may be psychological successes, even political successes, that other people think are important that we do not. The results of the election this past week did not leave anybody with a clear reason to be happy. There are those that are trying to make triumphalistic statements to save face, but there is really no reason anyone can claim major victory. Indeed, in a few states, the cause for life has been seriously damaged. Those who believe that there would be some major breakthrough from either party are disappointed. But I think the real loser is our country as a whole. All I see and hear from the two extremes of the two parties is vitriol and anger. As long as our country has anger as its focus in the political arena, we are headed for failure. Whether you are talking about Black Lives Matter, or the January 6th mistakes in Washington, or the attacks on pro-life centers around the country, those kinds of angry outbursts only lead to failure and destruction. There must be a return to civil discourse and an actual discussion of the issues, rather than the vitriol that seems to be the only currency of communication that people understand or want to, see, to use. That is why I quoted the second part of the closing verses of the Gospel as a, as a beginning to this homily. In all seriousness now, not talking about hair loss, whether you are pulling it out because of the election or if it is falling out because of stress, I want to turn to the final line of the Gospel today. By your perseverance you will secure your lives. St. Gregory used a slightly different interpretation of this verse. He said, In your patience you shall possess your souls. By your perseverance you will secure your lives. In your patience you shall possess your souls. For what is it to possess your souls? But to live perfectly in all things, and sitting, as it were, upon the citadel of virtue, to hold in subjection every motion of of the mind. I believe St. Gregory's interpretation of this last line of the Gospel from Luke gives us a better conclusion to the call to holiness than any other interpretation I have heard. Let me change St. Gregory's words just a little bit. What do you have to do to possess your soul? You need to strive for perfection in all things, especially holiness. Furthermore, you need to remain in the fortress of virtue standing, as it were, at the top of the tower, so that with the holiness of your life you can subdue everything coming against you, so that you can live in the holiness of God. I know some of you may not like the militaristic sound of those words, but we are in a battle for souls, none the least of which is our own, as well as our families, our nation, and the world. Jesus, from the time of his, with his disciples, has warned the church that there are problems that will arise that we must face, but we have to face them through the strength of the virtues of faith, not through what are considered virtues in this world. He further warns us 
that there will be wars and natural disasters, but we are not to yield to those as though they are the things that should be that would be destructive of our souls. Might they take our lives? Yes. But before all these destructive natural disasters and wars, Jesus also warns that we will be persecuted because of our faith, because of our reliance on his name. St. Ambrose wrote, There are also other wars which the Christian wages, the struggles of different lusts, and the conflicts of the will, and domestic foes are far more dangerous than foreign. I do not think St. Ambrose was talking about domestic foes from the sense of being in our own country. I think he is talking about the foes that rise up in our own minds. It would be a terrible mistake to believe that the only things we have to fight are the things of this world. We have to also fight the things that are not holy that enter our own minds, that are in the world around us, and the temptations that come from the evil one. If we are faithful to fight this battle, the secular world around us will not like what we are trying to do. Jesus even said, You will be hated by all because of my name. Finally, I want to turn to the verse that is only four verses past our reading. Jesus said, Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days, for a terrible calamity will come upon the earth and a wrathful judgment upon his people. Jesus said this to make his disciples ready for the imminent destruction of Jerusalem. But today there is a very real threat to women, especially those who are considering or are mothers. Major parts of our society seem to not want to care about motherhood, about children, about family. To this I want to add the very closing verse of this section of Luke's Gospel. But when you see these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads because your redemption is at hand. Do we believe that our, our redemption is at hand? Do we believe that the church is the visible sign of eternity here on earth? Do we believe that the Eucharist is, that we receive is the foretaste of the banquet of heaven? Do we believe that the Holy Spirit has been poured out on everyone willing to receive him for the sake of the glory of God? Our answer to these questions will reveal how we persevere how well we are willing to secure our lives for the sake of eternity. Let me finish by repeating the words of Jesus at the end of the gospel today. Not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance you will secure your lives. Or, as St. Gregory put it, in your patience you will possess your souls. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, give us patience and perseverance in our continuing journey through this life as we struggle to live lives that are contrary to so much of our culture. Help us to stand firm for many reasons, our own souls, the souls of those who witness our faith, the soul of our society. We need your help to be your disciples, to be your apostles to this present age. Send your Holy Spirit in a new wave of Pentecost, that we may help heal this land in your name. Amen.